Greenpeace is calling the government climate extremists over the plans to repeal the oil and gas exploration ban. These guys have put up a billboard outside Parliament. They've got Chris Luxon, David Seymour and Winston Peters as the so-called extremists. Executive Director of Greenpeace, Russell Norman's with us now. Hey, Russell. Hey, Heather. How are you? I'm well, thank you. It's a bit shrill, isn't it? That's true, though. I mean, so when the Secretary-General of the United Nations says we can't have any new fossil fuel projects if we want to have a stable climate... And then the New Zealand government says we're going to try to find more fossil fuels. They're being extremists. They're actually right out on the edge, just like Saudi Arabia. Yeah, but we know we need some fossil fuels, don't we, in this country? We have to burn some. <clears throat> well, actually, we're in a transition off fossil fuels. Yeah, that's but the, we're in a transition, Russell, which means that right now we still have to burn some, right? We have a whole bunch of gas reserves, which we can use over the next decade or so. And then in the process, um, we're getting our whole energy system off fossil fuels. It's an incredible transition. We're right in the middle of it. Yeah, but would you... Even I mean, look at the roads. The point I'm trying to make is that if, you, if, if we all accept that we still have to burn some in order to have hot showers and keep the lights on, then surely it's better that we burn gas, not coal. Well, we don't actually need either. So that's the, that's the thing. Because like, if you think about gas, right? So, so they want to go and look for more gas in order to protect security of supply is the argument, right? But what if they don't find it? What if they don't find it? Like, you can't have a security of supply strategy, which is based on crossing your fingers and hoping you find gas. Well, if they don't find it, then what are you complaining about? Well, the whole point is we need an actual policy which says we're going to get out of fossil fuels. We don't need the gas. We don't want to restart it. We don't want to be part of the global problem of cooking the planet for our kids. And so we actually transition the energy system away from fossil fuels. And we're starting to do that. Uh, you can see the electrification of transport started, and so that's where we need to go. Turning the clock back to the 1950s as if we're going to try to go and do oh, that again is ridiculous. Come on. Even if the cars are electric, if all the cars are electric, how are you going to charge them without Huntley at the moment? Because we're going to build an energy system. We've got half of it, and so that is renewable. So we've got hydro, we've got solar, we've got wind. We're going to build out some storage into the system. There's going to be more wind, and then that will mean that we have the electricity we need without burning fossil fuels. And, of course, it's a much more secure system than trying to hope we're going to find gas off the, off the coast somewhere. Hey, what do you think of COP28? Are you disappointed, or is it exactly what you expected? Well, obviously it's difficult because we've got a, you know, a, the, the head of an oil company running it as the president, so it creates problems. But even at COP28, the argument is about how fast we phase out or phase down fossil fuels. That's where the argument is at the moment. And here we have the New Zealand government led by a bunch of climate extremists who says, no, no, we want more fossil fuels. It's like, no, we actually have to phase out fossil fuels if we're going to have a stable climate for our kids. When do you think we'll really be able to phase out fossil fuels in this country altogether? Well, we're already starting it. So, yeah, but when we're are we going to finish it? Well, we, we can do it as fast as we're able to. When you look at transport, like which is the main problem, right? It's not electricity. Electricity is actually with most of the way there already. And the main problem is transport. And there we need to you know, make sure you know, the government says it's going to cut spending on cycleways and spend more money on motorways, which is super expensive. I mean, talk about the cost of infrastructure. Motorways are super expensive, whereas cycleways, which reduce the demand for roads, are much, much cheaper. Uh, but they want the most expensive infrastructure they can find. I mean, it's ridiculous. Russell, I mean, do you sometimes get disappointed by this? Because it feels to me like you're banging your head against a brick wall, right? Because clearly, I mean, if you've got the guys at COP 
having a having a climate conference while old mate who's running the show is having side meetings where he's actually meeting up with other countries to be able to to figure out ways to extract more fossil fuel d- d- don't you sometimes feel disheartened here you are having a crack at us for just trying to get some gas out but the the world just carries on with its coal and its oil what's happening are two things one of them's really good and one of them's bad right on the one hand renewables is going gangbusters right yeah. so we're seeing the growth of renewables all around the planet which is fantastic at the same time we're not seeing the phasing out of fossil fuels which is what we need to do so we're winning on the one hand but we're losing on the other do you know and what so i reckon what this is like to road to z- it out. it's like road to zero eh? it's never going to happen well, if it doesn't happen, then we've got a big problem here because like, if the climate scientists are right and there's no reason to think they're not, then we actually have to phase our way out of fossil fuels. The International Energy Agency says you can't look for more fossil fuels and have a stable climate. It's one or the other. And so this is the pathway we need to go down. And you know what? It's a great pathway. Think of New Zealand. If we don't have to import our transport energy from the Middle East or wherever, it saves us billions of dollars a year. If we can generate our own renewable electricity, which we use to run the transport fleet, that saves this country billions Russell, of a, dollars every year. it's an unrealistic utopia. It can't happen. It's already starting to happen in front of you, Heather. Like, so the electrification of transport is beginning. You can see all those cars all over yeah. the roads, right? Yeah. There's a big growth in renewables, which is going to feed it. Um, and so once we start to do that, it's a great economic proposition for this country. That's why we shouldn't okay. restart oil and gas. I, see, I, we should I actually thought, take the advantage of I it. I thought that your heart would be breaking by COP28, but I can see what's going on as you're fueling yourself with hope and optimism. Russell, thank you as always. Russell, Russell Norman, Executive Director of Greenpeace. For more from Heather Duplessy Allen Drive, listen live to News Talk ZB from 4 p.m. weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.